Okay, what's up? Welcome to the Chapman and Randy Show. I hope you're all enjoying this heat here in Bakersfield. It's been quite fucking miserable. I think Saturday was uh, probably the hottest day I've experienced since I've been out the army. Pretty fucking stupid. It was. It was. It was to the point where it was stupid. I I've come to the conclusion that next summer I will be either packing or moved. We were down to two years, dude, but I think next year is it. It's fucking too much. I've had enough of it. I mean, to tell you the truth, though, I other than coming out now and then, which I don't even have to that much, I haven't really been that affected by it, but I'm tired of being locked in the house as well. That's exactly what it is. We went to... What did we do Saturday? Oh, that Saturday was the day of that, of that comedy show. But during the day, I figured, you know what, I'll take my son to the park early. Dude, it was like 90 degrees by 8 o'clock in the morning. And you can't barbecue. You know, like, I don't drink anymore, right? I mean, I've said it a million times on this podcast, but part of what makes barbecuing and grilling and the experience fun is to be able to stand outside, have a beer. So I haven't been doing it because of that. So to sit there in front of my fucking barbecue when it's 105 degrees at noon, it, like, I have no interest in doing it, man. So for me... Oh, I turn that some bitch on and I go in the house. Yeah, but, like... And then like, you look at these trees outside. So at these windows, a lot of you guys in Bakersfield and probably like all over California, are your trees green? Now, the immediate answer is yes, green. Yes, it is a shade of green. But when you look at the trees on my street and there are a lot of big trees, it's like yellow green. You know what I'm saying? So it, nothing looks happy. Like the the foliage, the the plant life, everything just looks like it's miserable and, and just fucking horrible. I mean, I got this palm tree in front of me. It's, it's like, I don't know, man. I'm just, it, it seems like Bakersfield, when I was a kid, and I know we've talked about this almost every episode, but the heat affects people's mentality, don't you think? So if... You'd if hope it would calm down the shootings and shit, but I guess no. that, that really hadn't happened. I you know, you'd stay in the house and wouldn't be fucking with people, but it just makes people crankier and like, fucking stay in the house. It's hot. Quit shooting at each other, stupid. It's just, it's, and I, dude, I'm on, and even the, like you, the energy prices and and I don't know, man, it, it's just miserable. Saturday was fucking horrible, man, absolutely horrible. Did you hear what happened this weekend though? At the Craigslist. Oh, uh, the do with the at the Riverwalk. Yeah, so I've I've probably sold and bought maybe five things in my life on Craigslist. I had a buddy who in North Carolina, he he literally took a paperclip. And after like a year and a half, that paperclip turned into a motorcycle, which he sold to put a down payment on a Honda S2000 without ever spending a dime. Not once. I think one time he might have maybe paid a little bit to, towards something, but, but he traded and bartered. I never did that, and I tried it. Apparently, this guy locally went to Facebook, found somebody on, on Facebook who was selling something on Craigslist. Said, hey, I'm gonna, I'll trade you this for my bike or whatever. He had this like badass mountain bike. Goes to Riverwalk Park, meets this dude. The guy says, nope, thank you. Takes his bike, rides off with it. So like anybody else would do, jumps in your car, chases the motherfucker, and got down to like Stockdale and Ash. So you're talking, what is that? That's like maybe two miles, two and a half miles. The guy on the bike turns around and shoots him and the car. Didn't hit the guy, but shot at him. Oh, I thought the guy in the car was shooting at him. No. I was going to say, that's 
deserved justice, but no. Nah. No. I don't know. I, I'm not a Craigslist dude. I. We me, did it to sell. We like when I was breeding puppies, which you're not supposed to, really. But yeah, like why don't they? So I don't understand that. So you can you can't. It's a whole political statement about breeders, and then you get the people on there that are like, you know, go adopt a dog, which I did. So go fuck yourself. But it's like you know, go adopt a dog, and you know, blah blah. blah. But I mean, I was selling like because we were breeding, like we had purebred schnauzers for a while and sold some on there and then some labs and then there's something with the city where you're only supposed to sell a certain i don't know but i haven't done that in years but the fact is though is because the newspaper you it's expensive to advertise in the newspaper and it's dead Nobody reads a fucking newspaper, man. I mean, you used to still, even if you didn't really read it, if there was something like, you know, if you wanted to go look for a dog or something like that, you'd grab the classifieds, even if you didn't really give a shit what was in the paper, but you would still go grab the classifieds or whatever. I mean, you want to talk about just a dead medium. I, I'm surprised it's even there. Who, do you have it delivered to your house? No, it's, what? it's, I think it's the elderly and I think it's just one of those like elderly and just businesses, you know, like have it there. And just, it's just one of those things I think that people just that to do. Maybe it's a big conspiracy to keep it alive. That's why you, when you go to a doctor's office, there's never any cell reception. You know, I never understand that. Every doctor I know, as soon as you walk in there, there's like the cell system just goes right down. I always thought it was because of x-ray machines and all that equipment and shit, but then I go into, you know, a, a pediatrician's office where there's not any of that shit, and it's just none. So maybe they do that on purpose so that when you walk in, you have to read the newspaper. It's probably just a big disaster of fucking electrical know. shit firing computers and what no. networks, and no, I mean... I'm being a total smartass. I know. Nobody, nobody reads it, though. I don't read it. I mean, I think my grandma might get it. But why? Why why are you going to read the newspaper when you wake up and your phone's right there and everything you need to know is at your fingertips, man? There is something nice about having actually, like, I don't like, like, you know how you can get, like, a book on your phone or whatever? I don't like that shit. I like more of a text out. Like, even, even, like, buying shit off of iTunes, like, CDs and stuff like that, I still want, I know this is really, now we're really talking, I want the disc. I want to be able to control it. Now, I'll take that CD and throw it up in my closet, but then I have it forever. I don't want it on a cloud somewhere where I might forget a password or it gets wiped or the medium gets changed. I like having the disc put up in a box in, you know, up in the top of my closet. Yeah, I don't know. I Comic books are the same way. I go into a comic book store a couple weeks ago and, and I asked the dude, I said, hey man, have you guys noticed any kind of like drop in sales or people coming in? And he's like, no, hardcore fans come in, but overall, people will turn to digital comics. It, I don't read books. I'd rather go and if I, let, let's say I want to learn about fucking ancient aliens or I want to read a novel, I'll go online, dude, and just watch a YouTube or a video. Well, I mean, I'll do that, but I'm saying if there's a book that I want to grab, I'm not going to go buy the the digital version of a book and sit there and read it on my my iPad or my phone or my computer. It's, like, it's, But now I'll spend all day on Wikipedia or some shit or, you know, like screwing around on the net looking at stuff. But if I actually want to, like, do... Because that's more like like quick reading, boom, you're out, you're out. Like, I wouldn't sit there and, you know, read 100 pages on the fucking computer. No. I'm, you know what? I don't... Um, I, the only CD I'm going to buy 
Coming up, I think Tool. I'll get that one, and then Metallica. Bands that I want. I've already collected all their CDs, so I need it. You know, you know what I mean? I, I don't. I won't go out and get. Oh, Parkway Drive has a new CD. You better go buy it. I'm trying to think of the it's last all, one I bought. It's all digital. It's only for bands that I'm a huge fan of, and Metallica's one. Tool. I got all their CDs, but it's not like Metallica. I just times are changing, and the days of. I mean, look at these series on TVs, man, and we'll, we'll get into all the new ones that we've been watching. But when, when you have Netflix and Amazon, I didn't even know Amazon had, like, their own version of Netflix. I've had it for a long time. I like it. What is it? It's it's basically the same thing. And to tell you the truth, if you have, because we have Hulu, we have Netflix, and we have Amazon, and you have about 80% of it is the same content. Right. But, like, because they'll release these movies, and I guess a lot of these movie houses, they clear it all, you know, to, like, basically digital media, so they go out to all of them. But then each one of them has their exclusives, and where they're setting up their differences is where they're, you know, what what they're putting out, um, you know, separately. Like, I, we still have Hulu, and I forgot that, you know, we... I just thought about it now that we still have it, because I wanted to get rid of it four months ago, and I just haven't, because... I got that for that that eleven twenty three sixty three show. What was that? It was a it's a it was written by uh, I can't think of that dude that's in it right now James Franco, and um, he goes back in time to prevent oh, the yeah, Kennedy yeah, assassination. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember. I remember. We got Hulu, Netflix, and that's it. And well, the Amazon Prime Amazon is good. For one reason, it's seventy. It's like seventy-five bucks a year, I think, is what it is, and it comes with the service. But then you get because we order a lot of shit off of Amazon, and no. the, you get Amazon Prime with it, which that means you get free two-day. Sh- you get free shipping on Amazon, oh. and the and that digital service is thrown in with it. Yeah, we don't we don't really fuck with any of that. We do Netflix and Hulu, and then we'll turn around and so we got HBO just for. Honestly, for Game of Thrones, but I'm also a John Oliver fan. I really like John Oliver and Bill Maher, so we keep our HBO go for that. But now I got DirecTV just so I could watch football because, you know, last season I took me and the kid. He was a newborn and a young little tiny baby, and we'd go to B-Riders and different in Firehouse, depending on what the scene was like, to watch my games. And that's cool. It's fun. But I told my wife, I said, you know, it's cool because there's other Bengals fans, and it's kind of fun when, when you got another team there and, and the environment and everything. But at the same time, i got to wake up an hour earlier, get the kid dressed, you know, drive over there, drive back. So I just got the NFL ticket, and I, it was free this year, and so next year it will be the full price. But I'm like, look, this season I'm going to have another baby, and then he's 18 months. He's not going to sit down. You know what I mean? Last season he was able to sit in his in his stroller, he'd fall asleep, whatever. Not gonna happen this one. So if you're gonna hang out with other Bengals fans, just call Lionel over. So so I I well the, all the Bengals fans I hung out with, I messaged them last week. I said, Hey, I got NFL ticket. You know, you guys are welcome to come to my house for all the games. And I think that's better. I think the days of K but aside from that, I don't watch I don't come home like, oh, let me turn my T V on. I don't watch anything. there's nothing on T V that interests me. My wife my wife records what is it modern family i hate that show uh i don't watch the news i mean lately i've been watching the conventions and stuff but that's dude that's few and far between 
I don't I don't sit back and you know what I was me and a friend were talking about the other day is what the hell are they going to have to manufacture come November? We've been covering this fucking this election has been up our ass for a year and a half now. Yeah, I mean, it's good. Well, you know what kind of withdrawals the country's going to I mean, of course you've got the lame duck and then you've got the fallout from it. And then you've got, you know, the inauguration. But I mean, this shit has been almost 2 years, you know, a year and a half coming up and it's still, you know, and we still got 3 months. Dude, no one's it's going to be so miserable no matter who wins. There's going to be so much turmoil and riots and I, I don't think so. We don't Dude, at the end of the day, we don't care enough. Nobody's committed enough to really do shit. Uh, I don't know about that, man. I don't know. I mean, look, dude, if Hillary wins, if Hillary wins, you're going to see a lot. I mean, dude, look at this. It's the Supreme Court. What I didn't anticipate on happening, I guess I, I should have known if I was a total political insider, that the Supreme Court was going to have such a huge impact on this election. Now that I've been paying more attention and, and looking at the seriousness of what this means for our country, uh, you're going to see a lot of shit go down. Not to mention, look at the world where we're at right now with the world and everything, man. We got fucking... We're on the brink, bro. We're on the brink right now. Russia and China doing war games in the South China Sea together. That's odd, man. That's really odd that they would do that. They're not exactly buddy-buddy. Um, all this fucking crazy Muslim shit, dude. It's. I think the election's going to go down... And the world's going to test him. Remember when Obama came into office? What happened right after he came into office? I can't remember what it was, but it was within like six months. There was like little things going off and people were testing him. With the new president, they're going to do that. Okay, let's see what this guy's all about. Well, I mean, it's not like Russia hasn't been, you know... Flying fucking Flying fucking bombers over, long-range bombers over, you know, shit, San Francisco. Was it San Francisco? I mean, like... They got far, no, dude. No, it was no. They flew over. They they do shit in Alaska all the time. You're talking about the one off the coast of Oregon. They cause see like our our waters are I think and it varies, man. But it's like two, three hundred, four hundred miles off. Oh, you're coast. talking like international. Yeah, it becomes international shipping waters, and in those waters, you know, they can play around. You know, they oh sorry, we've gone too far. Oops, off course. As you get intercepted by, you know... But, so that plane, that, that MiG that flew over, or it might have been the other one... They flew a big-ass bomber, like a long-range bomber. Yeah, it was loaded. It was loaded with, with fucking nukes. And then they and then what happens is, like, once they approach that threshold, we send over our interceptors, and, you know, they see each other on their fucking radars. And once they get within close range, like, okay, we're gone. And just, it's just peel off. All you're doing is just test... I mean, it, you're just testing the waters, man, literally... And as far as the Russian fighter jet that flew over the American battleship, dude, that was in the fucking Baltic Sea. If if you look if you look at a map and you look okay, and you're like oh, okay, the Baltic Sea is literally on Russia's fucking playground. Who's who's the fucking who's interfering in whose waters, man? What the fuck is an American ship doing way over there? That's like. A Russian ship coming in the Caribbean. Yeah, I've always kind of, you know, wondered making, why we always think we're right, you know. No, with, no, I, oh, dude, shit. I knew right then when I saw it. I was like, well, what the fuck are we doing over there? That's like, honestly, dude, if a Russian attack cruiser was in the Caribbean cruising around, dude, we'd be like, um, 
What's yeah, I know. Here's here's you know the fucking Russian submarine or a fucking battleship in the fucking Gulf of Mexico. You know, just hanging out. All right. Yeah, I, it's it's fucking uncalled for, man. And it's just anyway, it's gonna go shitty. And we'll just sit back and watch and see. I mean, I think half of the time it's it's basically like with any other like a corporate entity where these fuckers have to do this shit every once in a while to ratchet up tension a little bit to justify people's jobs. Yeah, and keep building. You know that what is that? What's that fucking that aircraft carrier we have that they've spent five like five billion dollars on and it's still not ready? What the Bush? Is or- the Bush? There's a new aircraft carrier that they're. Bitch- I forgot the name of it that they've been talking about that like that they've spent like billions of dollars on and it's still not seaworthy. People are like, oh, back in World I think War it's a II. Gerald Ford. They're like back in the back in World War Two, we were pushing out. You know, Navy destroyers and aircraft carriers in two years. Yeah, because they were kind of easier to build because they were diesel powered and there wasn't a whole lot going into them. You know, the ones we have now are nuclear powered. There's miles of fucking electronics and wires and all kinds of shit involved. You can't building a, a boat now compared to 1945 is completely different. If you've ever been to San Diego or Norfolk or one of these ports where they have all these old ships go walk through it and then go do a tour of one a newer one and you'll see what i'm talking about it that's why it takes like five years you know what i mean have you been up have you ever been around like uh up by san francisco the martinez area where they have all those old um they have a bunch of old world war ii they have like a ship graveyard up there it's cool as shit man no i went to the one in san diego that had like the uh like the actual tours and shit. You know yeah, I mean? They have, they, I think they do tours there too. But in Martinez, they have a lot of like the old, like uh, World War, like the the ships they used to carry goods and everything, like back and forth. Yeah. And they have old ships. It's cool as shit, man. And there's a ton of them out there. I was never into the whole. I, I was never into the whole Navy thing. As a kid, I wanted to be a fighter pilot. That was, that's what I wanted. I've always wanted to be in the military. I just never wanted to be in the army. I'm surprised I ended up doing what I did. And you know what? Fucking crushed my dreams is when. I went to a, rec- a recruiter when I was, like, 14, and I said, I want to be a fighter pilot someday. And, like, my grandma took me and shit. And, see, dude, I was a fucking kid that would wear that stupid fucking Top Gun, like, wannabe fighter jacket and shit. And I thought I was going to do it. And then they're like, oh, yeah, you got to be good at math, man. You know, you got to do this. And that crushed my fucking dreams. I know. It's like, not wow. like my cousin David was a pilot in in the Air Force. And, like... You hear all the cool stories and all the cool shit, and but and then it's all the stuff that, for one, most of it, the, the cool sh- doesn't last that long, and two, all the prep shit that they had to do for it and the grades they had to pull to get into that shit. Back at, like, I mean, where you had World War Two and they're like, oh, you can drive a tractor? All right, here you go. Fucking, you know, get in a plane. Yeah, yeah. It, well, it's, like I said, it's totally different now. Back in the day, in World War Two, anybody off any fucking farm who knew any, any kind of mechanics or any kind of yeah, driving a tractor or something. Oh yeah, go there you go because it was propellers and you know fucking, how to use the fucking you know use pedals and a yeah, clutch. Here you go, asshole. Now, yeah. dude, you look in there, it's like what the fuck. It's the, have you ever been in like new cars? I drove I drove my buddy's car this weekend. Yeah, like it's a new it's a brand new Beamer, and you know I I was a DD this weekend and I got in that motherfucker, and I I felt like I was 16 years old, dude, and like I didn't know how to drive again because. You got to push this, do this, and then once the car started, okay, you put it in drive, but then there's all this other shit that comes up, man. It's it's almost like fucking flying a plane, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, ours opens up. I mean, we just got one, and it, yeah. it that shit, like, 
navigating a space shuttle when you turn it on. You know, everything lights up. And it's way different, man. And, and I mean, I got you've got these beeping noises because they've got that rear view. I'm sure that has it. Ours has like the rear view uh, in the back. Well, like not the camera, but on your on your mirrors, like when you're getting ready to like switch lanes. It has this sensor around that will tell you, like, if there's a car in your blind spot or if there's distance between you and another car off to the side, and it'll beep. Yeah. I mean, this car almost, they're getting to the point where if you get into an accident, you're an asshole because you've ignored something. Like, it's telling you there's something in your blind spot. You know, it's telling you this and that. and it's, But then again, that also, it's a weird thing because it, feeds our our attention deficit syndrome needs to a degree but then add some now you got some jackass with a cell phone you know as well and it's like all right let's get everybody nuts yeah it's crazy man it, it's nuts so anyways i was dd this weekend because we went to that jim jeffries con uh concert the jim jeffries comedy show i like the guy first time i heard him i went with my same two buddies to a ufc fight and on the way back we were all hung over and we were listening to him on the drive back and i was dying and i think i even messaged you i said you ever heard of this guy and you're like yeah he's fucking hysterical and i like him one thing about him is that he tells a lot of story he's a guy humor first of all a lot of chicks out there you're not gonna like him because he's uh you would say he's condescending to women and, and you know he tells all bathroom jokes and cock jokes and shit but as guys that's funny to us you know we he, fuck you know, else do i talk it's, about it, it, it's guy humor uh, he's funny, dude, and that's why, like, my buddy said, hey, man, you know, I'm gonna buy some tickets and shit, you wanna go? I said, yeah. He was cool, dude, in my, my opinion, and I'll let you finish it out, but I didn't, he lost me as soon as he went into the political shit. He went up there and he says, he's like, how many, he, he made a joke about something, I didn't catch it, cause, you know, it's Bakersfield, everybody's fucking drinking, and every two minutes I got somebody walking in front of me to go get a beer, and then somebody walking in front of me to go fucking piss. So I couldn't go two minutes without sitting there and watching it. But um, he split the crowd up. He's like, how many? He's like, who who here is voting for Hillary? Who here is voting for Trump? And you, I was surprised there was way more Hillary fans than there was. Because the it's easy. Because this is like I've said with the, with the election results. If it's even close, dude, if you look at the poll numbers and they're even close, Trump's going to win the popular vote by a landslide. Because there's so many people that are afraid to, that don't want to say who they're voting for when they're voting for Trump because of the divisiveness that, you know, is, is spawned yeah, from yeah. it. You're not, we said it before, people aren't going to be putting signs. Where's the lawn there? signs, you know? Yeah. yeah. There's three people that have them. Yeah. I've seen pictures. And, I, and I'm really tempted, I'd really like to know that I've seen people who have posted pictures of them having a lawn sign. And I'd like to know if they put that lawn sign out there, snapped the picture... And went and filed that fucker back in the garage. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't see for either candidate. But, I don't know, it, up until then it was funny. He was telling stories about about his past and making jokes and stuff. And he made this Jesus joke that was hysterical. But he went into the political... And then he went from there, from, from the political arena, to gun control, to gays. And it just... And then he said, fuck hunting. Which, whatever, I'm not a hunter. But everybody where I was sitting... Because, see, you were right up front. Like, I was going to say, nobody was walking in front of me to take a piss. That's for sh Jesus Christ. But we were in the middle, and to where all the drunk people were, and then you're going to say fuck hunting to a place like Bakersfield where, you know, you have a lot of wannabe rednecks here, man. You have a lot of people who think just because this is oil and agriculture place that they're all, you know, 
fucking Duck Dynasty people. And half the people in Bakersfield that are into that shit, they don't hunt, man. First of all, what the fuck is there to hunt around here? Boars? Quail? Up, up, I mean, it, yeah. I mean, I went... I went uh, I Bag you a mountain lion, maybe. but I, I, You can't even do that. But, but I went hunting last year with my buddy, and it was, it, it was funny, man. It was like we walked through a fucking alfalfa field... And there were already birds that were placed in cages. And as we walked in, the guy just pressed the remote, and they flew out. It was stupid. And I don't even hunt, but anyway, it was fun. Don't actually, he's probably listening right now. Might have to delete that. But it was fun. But it, but it wasn't like going to Alaska or Montana. You know, you're, you're not doing like big game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, my buddy, but, he just moved up to Alaska. I mean, last year. You know, pictures of moose in his front yard. This fucker posted a picture this weekend. He caught a 40-pound king salmon. You yeah, know? I mean, Bakersfield's not that place. But you have a lot of people who are pro-guns, pro-hunting. And when he said that, that's when everyone around us was kind of more interested in each other and arguing with each other than him. And the energy just went down. And I want to say the last half hour, we left. We left. It was like probably 25 minutes left in the show. And we were like, yeah, we're done. Well, he was started to interact with the crowd and you know make jokes and when you when you when you see a comedian up on stage and they're you know interacting with the crowd that's cool but when he's like obviously out of material it seems like and he's just trying to make the time he even looked at his watch said oh where are we at man nine o'clock we got nine and he literally said we got to about nine fifteen nine thirty it's like okay this dude's just coming up with shit and it was hot dude how hot do you think it was in there well you were in a different area where we were Easily, man. Easily, eighty-five, eighty-six degrees. Nah, it would do. Not down there. It wasn't bad. We were on the cement. We didn't have the leather back chairs. It was. I was fine. It yeah, was. No. It was a little stuffy. We were. I mean, if you weren't in the front row, you were pretty fucking miserable. It, it was bad, dude. It was real bad. Everyone started leaving, and so that's when my friends looked at me and they're like, "Hey, you want to go?" And I said, "Yeah, let's let's go." I was disappointed, man. I like the guy. He's funny. Jim Jeffries is a fucking hysterical comedian. I don't understand what happened that night. Maybe. I'll tell you what he was doing. He just he just released a um, he just released a show on Netflix, and there was some similar stuff. But he released a one of his specials on Netflix, and he's working material. Why do you think he decided to do Bakersfield? Oh, I mean, obviously, right. So he's working new material because he just put out a show. Because once once they put out a special with that material. They once they put a special out with that material, they pretty much most comics, unless you're a hack, you retire that material and you start over again. So he's working material at this point. That's why, because you think about it, he went two hours. Stand-ups usually don't go two hours. Because yeah, yeah, dude, that, that that's a long. His time, opener, bro. well, dude, especially when you're in the front row, and you don't know if you're going to get singled out, and you got to piss like a fucking racehorse. That dude. That was a long comedy show. I went to one, I want to say Pablo Francisco, and it was two hours. But that was just energy, well, energy, energy, fun, fun, fun. This, That's what I think it was. I think it went too long. Well, not that. Not only that, they held the Audi of captive for too long. Because his opener got up and said, all right, they kept the house lights down. And said, all right, Jim Jeffries is going to be on in a minute. So they could have gave us a... A five, ten, fifteen minute intermission, but they, you know, they they kept you captive for too long. Somebody didn't get a piss break, which I'm kind of surprised. Which you know for a fact that like 
Jim Jeffries, like his people weren't getting any money off of the beer sales or whatever because he wasn't fucking around like letting people go get drinks. They said, bullshit, you know, we're plowing straight through this. Yeah, that's another thing is that there were some people that were late. And it was funny. They they were related to the show. And he he started fucking with them. And it was funny. I, you know, I was, I was laughing. I was like, oh, these people are going to get fucked with. I knew it. But then the guy's like, oh, I had to work. And it was... Well, they were sitting two, two rows behind us. I had to work, and I'm thinking to myself, I don't know. I, the, I well, like the whole him, the whole funny part about that was is they're late, and he has this excuse, I had to work, but his wife's holding a popcorn bucket. And that's where he fucking lost his shit, and he's like, so let me get this. You're late because you had to work, but this bitch had to stop and get fucking popcorn because it was like there was 10 of them that came in at once. So she held up all ten of them so this bitch could get fucking to eat, to get fucking popcorn. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I, I just, it, towards the end, it, it was, it was, uh, it was horrible. And, and, you know, like I said, man, I'm just, I'm a minority because I don't drink, okay? But when you're sitting there not drinking and every two minutes somebody's got to get up, go get a drink, come over here, now, I, oh, excuse me, excuse me, i got to go to the bathroom. And you're sitting there trying to fucking enjoy this shit. It got annoying. So I think it was a combination of it was hot in there. You know, oh, people were fucking kicking down beer bottles. I just, I didn't, I didn't enjoy it. I, I didn't have a good time, man. I, it was fun. Don't get me wrong. He opened up. He's hysterical. I was laughing. But towards the middle of it, I was like, I got to go. That was the one good thing about the front row, though, is you had no distraction. Yeah, but not, I mean, not everybody can get front row. No, I'm just saying that was, that's like the first time we did it. That was the good thing about it is like, because like I was going to say, we went to a movie the other day. Yeah, tell me about that shit. And but anywhere you go, you were talking about your football game. Like a reason I don't go to bars for football games is because I don't like the outside distraction of people. People fuck it up. Like I hate dude when you're just sitting there and say you're out having a pizza and there's a game on. The dude who has to clap and jump up and down when somebody's fucking scoring a touchdown when nobody else in the room is. Don't tell me you do that when you're at home, you fucking jackass. That you're I mean, just sitting there eating a fucking, you know, you're quietly at home watching football. Your kids are running around. Your wife's in the other room. And you start jumping up and down yelling, go, 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 clapping your hands. If you do, you're an asshole. I mean, I'll yell like when they score. I mean, I'm a loud fan, but, but not. So where I go... It's it's Steelers headquarters, right? And the Steelers will be playing the like okay, perfect example. Last year the Steelers played the Niners, I think, and it was like I think the final score might have been like forty something to ten. Niners got destroyed, and every first down, every time the Steelers touched a fucking ball, one yard gain, you'd think that they just scored a touchdown with two seconds left in the Super Bowl. It, the entire two hours, dude, these fuckers are screaming. Oh, fucking Ben Roethlisberger runs for two yards. Oh, five-yard completion. Ah, It's miserable, dude. And so when you're trying to watch your game, and another thing I hate is that when you go to a lot of these places in town, you can't hear your game. No. I, You know, one, I got spoiled being, uh, being in the military because all the sports bars in the military, they have these little towers. A lot of you guys might know what I'm talking Doesn't about. Doesn't Buffalo Wild Wings have that? No, they don't. Some do, but not here in Bakersfield. They have little towers that when you go there, if you get there early enough, you can go to the bar and be like, hey, can I have a tower? And it's a speaker tower. And what happens is 
you, it has like 10 channels, and if you're watching your game and your, your game's on channel 1, you go to channel 1 and you can hear your game. So every table has, or how many of it are available, can listen to their game. And let's say it's halftime and you want to go to channel 2 where it's like, you know, Lions and Green Bay. Okay, go to channel 2. Now you're hearing that one. And the TVs are all around you. There's nowhere in town that has that except if your game's on the big screen. And unfortunately, Bakersfield is, you know, cool guys getting where you fit in type shit. So Firehouse is obviously Dallas Cowboys, 49ers. Raiders, it, fucking... You know, you, you go to B-Riders, it's, it's Steelers, and so in Denver. So if your, game, if your team's not one of the cool guy teams where everyone, you know, is just fucking bombarding and meeting up, you're going to have a horrible time. So... I can understand exactly where you're coming from. I that's why I got the NFL ticket though, is because I can be home in my fucking underwear and a jersey, and my kid can be running around, and I don't got to worry about fucking dickheads. Well, that or you get the assholes. Even when you're at a baseball game, that anytime somebody makes contact, they they oh it's gone, bitch. They popped out to second. Shut up. You can tell off the crack of the bat. Like when you see the ball hit, and you get that dude. Oh my god! And you're like, dummy. And 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 then. What is it? So how much you pay? How much were these tickets for you guys to sit like right there in the front row? Cause I know my buddy paid like forty bucks for That's all. That's what ours were. Yeah. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, that he he probably spent whatever man, eighty and forty. What is that? One hundred and twenty. One hundred twenty dollars on tickets. To be honest with you, man, like we could have watched that shit at home. You said he had a special on Netflix. We could have watched that shit on Netflix and spent you know one hundred twenty dollars on anything. I mean, it was fun. For us, it was cool because we don't ever get to hang out. It was that's what I got out of it. It was a great time, but I don't know. I I don't think I'll ever go to a comedy show again. There's not any comedy guys out unless I'm in Hollywood and maybe Rogan's playing the comedy store or like Ari Shafir or something like that. And maybe well, Rogan's but, playing. My birthday's Friday, and Rogan's on Friday, and it's sold out. We were gonna go. She was gonna get tickets, and we were gonna go. Where, Santa Barbara or at the comedy store? Pasadena. Yeah, he, Ice House. He, yeah, he sells out pretty quick, and he's funny because the thing she about she just looked the other day and she's like, "We're gonna go for your because," and yeah, it was that day, but nah, they're sold out. So do what I did in Alaska and just wait outside and scalp that shit. There's always people getting rid of tickets. I did that in Alaska. It was cold as fuck, and I waited outside, and then I finally got two tickets. But but I'm a fan of his, and, and I don't think I'm a, I wouldn't call myself a Jeff Jeffries fan. He's just funny. That's why I left. If no, I was, I've liked that dude for years. Yeah, and I, I mean, how many people were waiting to meet him at the end? <laughs> no, nah, yeah, really. because they well, all, no, they the way they in. did it, nobody knew. They didn't say nothing. No, oh. it was outside. When, like when we left, the guy that opened for him, I can't even remember his name. When we when we walked out, when we walked out, he was sitting on a table with like a pile of five or five or six shirts just sitting there. He looked so sad. Forrest Smith or something, I think his name was. Um, no, they didn't announce it, but. He, we caught it. We just saw him, and he was walking back to the Padre. Oh, and then he went into the Padre bar after that because we went over with them to the. We went over with this group to the Padre, mm -hmm. and then it was so fucking crowded. We're like, "Fuck this!" I'm going, dude. The Padre was slammed. I mean, there was no room in there at all. Yeah, I've never. That's not even my crowd either, man. Padre. Where, where was the last time I went there? Oh, that's the first time I ever went in there. Didn't you guys have a Halloween party there or something like that? Yeah, one? it was fucking pathetic, man. It was weak. They, they, there was this uh, yoga yoga warrior one. They did a fundraiser, and it was going to Wounded Heroes Fund. 
and they they said, oh yeah. The problem with that is that it, because it was at the Padre, tickets had to be a lot, so it was like eighty dollars a ticket. Nah, hell no. And you know, on, on a on a Friday night, people in Bakersfield are weird, man. They're not going to pay a lot of money to go see shit like that. I mean, hence rocks the fox. Yeah, you know that's what I. That's the first thing I noticed when I went into this G, this Jim Jeffries show at the Fox. Is that thirty minutes before the show started, there were more people there than that showed up the entire Rocks the Fox show to see Edema and all the other bands. I I, I that and how much were tickets for that? Twenty five. Forty. Well, oh. twenty five for Rocks the Fox. I I to me I said yeah that was just done all wrong, but I don't know. I don't know, man. I I just I'm not. I don't think I'll go to another comedy show. I think that was it for me. I'm not. I'm not. That's your thing. I, I I'm just not. For me, I'd rather watch it on TV or YouTube. I don't know. I'm on getting to the point where I'd almost rather do anything and watch it on TV. I don't like. I uh, my my experience is affected almost too much by outside influences anymore. Like people, people yeah, people, man. People are fucking just all about them. It, it's with anything in society. People don't respect red lights anymore. They just go. People do whatever the fuck they want to do whenever, you know, crank open their cell phones. How many times did he tell people not to fucking record shit? People in the front rows where we were sitting were fucking three feet away from you. He could look over and see your fucking phone light on dummies. I mean, it wasn't that hard to, I mean, Yeah, fun. yeah, dude. People near me were doing it, and that's something that, I've been wondering about. So, for example, if you order a UFC fight and let's say you do have buddies that aren't there or people who can't come over because they're working or something, how many people out there are listening right now or know somebody that have FaceTimed at a football game or a baseball game? Not FaceTime, you know, gone on Facebook Live or Periscope during a football game, baseball game, UFC fight. I know I've done it. With everybody with cell phones and media right there, what do you? I, I mean, I mean, I, is it policy? Does it say on your ticket when you buy it? When you, yeah, I mean, usually. But I didn't. I don't remember seeing it. I, they don't say no it. video, no flash photography. I mean, I. Yeah, I mean, I know there's some my places. ticket was printed out, so I didn't even look at it. We printed it off the computer. We didn't actually have a physical like ticket. I know, like I don't know why this is coming up, but we went to the Museum of Tolerance in any museum actually. I went to the Tim Burton exhibit a few years ago, and. They told me, they said, no flash photography, no cameras, no nothing. And I was like, damn, it'd be kind of cool to take some pictures next to this shit. And they said, no, you can't. And I didn't understand why at the time until my buddy explained it to me. And now now I'm like, okay, that makes sense. But like a comedy show, I, I don't. Well, because they, you know why they don't want, I've heard comics talk about this. Because what will happen is say he tells a rape joke or he mm-hmm. does something like that. That's where all the heat starts because then somebody will put that out on media and it will be like him saying something out of context. But all that will get promoted is that one snippet. But, but as So it, now it looks like that you went and saw a three-hour show about how great rape is. Not but, with no context of the joke. That's like how What's-His-Name got in trouble. Um, fuck. Uh, does the... Each show on E, not the suit, but the video. Uh, fuck, what's his name? I have no idea. I don't. That channel. Is Tosh. Like, Tosh Plano. Yeah, yeah. He, that's he got in trouble for a rape joke a while back, and it's because somebody recorded it. But isn't it up to the comedian to know that going into it? I mean, if you're gonna joke about rape, 
okay, and it's going to be funny, and you're going to make a joke. I mean, you're, you're, I mean, I'm all in favor of joking about race, rape, I, dude. My my humor is just like yours, man. Like all that, I could laugh about anything, and I'm not going to walk away saying I'm going to go rape somebody or I just laughed at a black joke. I'm going to go beat up a nigger. Like no, I'm not like that. I think we can all joke about our race, about our lifestyles, have a good time, and make light of it. But isn't it up to the comedian to understand that going into it? A little bit. I mean, you got to have some kind of personal responsibility. If you're going to go up there and make a joke about rape, you got to understand that, you know what, people are going to laugh, but there's also going to be a lot of people that aren't going to like it. So you got to be prepared. Okay, but haven't we talked in the past about, like, people getting fired or us getting in trouble for for pondering a question? No, yeah, exactly. And that's what they're doing. I mean, they're, you know, you're all ready for it. Like, like the NAACP thing or whatever else the fuck we've had come our way. Like, we're like, I know that, okay, I'm ready for this shit. You know what I mean? I, I just think that, first of all, there's way too many fucking pussies out there who got to get upset about everything. If That Jesus joke that he told, I was dying, dude. That was probably the funniest fucking shit I've heard in a long time. I was literally laughing. I haven't laughed that hard in a long time. That was hysterical. You go and look at the reviews. Oh, I know. I posted them like yeah, people. Yeah, dude. I was reading those reviews, and then I was reading the one. There was some other one that somebody posted, and I and I said, "Dude, come on, man!" Like, it, for one, did you know what the fuck you were going to see? Most people don't. I mean, if you read a lot of the reviews of his shows, it was like, "Well, I took a I took a blind date there." He was hard to understand. Okay, well, if you don't know, I mean, he's Australian. Yeah, exactly. as Fuck for one. So okay, you can throw that one out. Um. He he told a joke about Jesus or he made fun of religion. The dude's atheist as a day is long. If you've watched any of his other thing, there's been shows where he's done well seventy percent of his show on atheism. And most people go into these shows because, again, dude, there's how many people would go to a Metallica concert? If Metallica came to Bakersfield, you, I would bet that a large percentage of the crowd would just go because it's Metallica. Not even knowing, they wouldn't even be able to name one song. A lot of people would go just because there's something to be seen at right. and take pictures and, 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 and that, fucking, you know. And that's why, I mean, dude, there was this couple sitting in front of us at, at Jim Jeffries that was clearly, clearly they didn't know who the fuck this guy was, but it was like the thing to do. They probably read it on some local... Things to do this weekend. Oh, they probably the are the kind of people that get the newspaper. You know, they're like in their 60s, you know, young but old. Like, they're like a young old, right? And if that makes any sense. They weren't like, you know, fucking taking Not ready to be put out to pasture. Yeah, she ain't got a, a wheelchair in the trunk and shit. But he, they left halfway through because that Jesus joke to them was just too much. They couldn't handle it. It was just, I can't believe that. I know that when they left, I was at the, I was enjoying it at the time, and I said, "God, they're leaving, fucking idiots!" You know, they can't handle a joke. Um, when I left, it was just it just because it was time to go. It was too hot. There, you know, I wasn't I didn't want to stay there and watch him poke fun at people in the crowd. When when like honestly, if I wanted to see some shit like that, I could watch you do it. You know what I mean? Or somebody else I know. I wasn't trying to sit there, but I, we, we've come to a point in time where sooner or later. Watch, you're going to have fucking comedy shows, and you have to stand... When you're waiting in line to get in there, it's going to be rated. And you're going to see, like, they're, oh, it's rated this. But, you know, better be prepared. Because there's nobody... People aren't willing to laugh about shit, man. And he said it during his show, I think. He said, you know, why can't we laugh about shit like that? It, it, it's it's funny. Let's laugh at each other's faults. No, I mean, and, dude, I... Fuck, my dad died of cancer when I was fucking four and a half, five years old. Cancer jokes are funny. Go fuck yourself. I mean, I am... I am able to laugh at, I mean, there's nothing off the board that I 
that I will not, you know, prone to laugh at. And generally, the worse it is, the more the funnier I'll think it is usually. And you brought up a good point. We were talking about it. I think the day after comparing how he does political stuff to like how George Carlin did. George Carlin is, I think both of us admire him a lot, but he had a way of doing it. And he started doing it, what, in the 70s, early 80s? And he had a method. Uh, He was picking around in the 60s shit, damn near, you know. He had a method of how he went about it. And it worked for him. And that's who George Carlin was. And, And his style was just very unique and... You know, I mean, news outlets and shit. I remember him going on Fox News and being interviewed by, you know, different people because it made sense. Jim Jeffries may be trying to do that, but in this day and age, the way things are right now, the way things are with everything we talk about on a weekly basis, I just think that people go to a comedy show, a baseball game, a football game, wrestling match. They pay money to go to these things because they want to escape, Right. They want to escape reality. They want to put all this shit aside, the fucking war on terror, the the political scene, all this racial shit, and they want to go enjoy themselves and kind of get away for a while. And when you go to something like that, I think that's why I wish you would have like saw things from my perspective because you might have seen it when you left if you noticed all like a lot of empty chairs because from my perspective, I was watching people leave, dude, because and and the only reason I can think why is that I mean, it was hot in there, but I think people were like, you know what, dude? Like, nah, let's go. Like, like I don't, I didn't come here for this. I, I wanted to laugh. Now I'm fucking fuck, dude. Now all this shit's back in my head. You got to be very careful nowadays with how you do it. I'm not saying it can't be done. See, I like it though. You know why? Anybody to do it almost because to see how goofy it all is. Now, I think part of the reason that people get pissed, like with him and a lot of people. Is they don't like hearing people. He's a naturalized citizen at this point, but I don't think people like to hear somebody a with a foreign accent. Right. You know, right? Because it sounds like I think we talked about it last time with Piers Morgan and shit like it that. It sounds like they're degrading us, right? Yeah, we talked about it last episode, and, and that's I I agree one hundred and twenty percent with you on that. I it it you know it's like somebody it's like when you when you fight with shit about your wife and your kids, or I you know I argue with my wife and and shit about my my personal stuff. We can. We can do that, but when somebody else, like from my family or, or somebody gives their opinion, I'm like, wait, hey, you need to shut the fuck up, man. That's none of your business. You know what, I'm you know what I mean? Well, it's like, like our show, business with our show or whatever, when somebody, how many people have we attacked that go, maybe you guys should do this. Maybe you should, like, or try yeah. to fucking yeah, yeah. throw themselves in the middle of it somewhere in the fucking, oh, yeah, that, or when they try to fucking good cop, bad, you know, try to do this, like, they'll split us up and, you know. And try to fucking, you know, play one of us off on the other, and they end up in a fucking barrel of barracudas. Right, right. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. So, I mean, you see where I'm going? I mean, if you want to piss me off really quick, get in here and start telling that we should do this and do that and try to fucking split us up. Well, look at one of those quote-unquote sponsors we had in the beginning, that that, that detail dude. And if you're listening right now, it isn't anything personal, it's for real, but... That guy was constantly trying to tell me what we should talk about and this, that, and the other, and and like, uh, dude, you're we're just, you detailed my truck and we put your logo on on the thing for the first two months, and and that doesn't mean you contribute to our fucking to our show, bro. Like that doesn't give you any kind of play in what we talk about. It's not the way it works, it, and there's no contract written. That's the thing, dude. Like anybody who's gonna come on to, and want to be a sponsor of this show, 
you got to know what you're getting yourself into, and you're not going to have any kind of say so in what we talk about. It's just not going to happen. No, and you'll be told no. to th- thank you very much, but you can walk. I mean, this because if we go and do a radio thing, somebody else has the power. Right now, yeah. we have all the we. Right now, we have all the power. That, yeah, and trust me, I'm seeing that firsthand right now. It, it, it's the difference between podcasting and radio is vast. Now, w- would we be willing to cede some of the power? For yeah, but it would be on different things. It would be maybe length of show where we did show something like that. Right, content, right. we're still going to own content. Yeah, you know, and that that's funny. Like, like you know, I've been doing this radio thing, helping out in radio for the what two, three weeks, and the differences, man, are like I just said. It, it's you know every commercial. So they they have to do live reads. You know the, these radio hosts. Yeah, fucking and if live they, reads if they, suck. If they miss one, it's a big. It's a big fucking deal. Oh, yeah. It's a big fucking deal. But we don't have that problem. We can sit here, dude, for an hour and not mention anything or anybody. And that, so it's, 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 you know, comparing radio and podcasts is actually kind of stupid to me. I realize that it's like comparing. Well, it's, it's HBO and network TV. Yeah, it's exactly. So it, this is. Fuck, I can't even remember the, the analogy I came up with. I can't. I'm having a TBI moment because I've been thinking about it all week. But it, it, you can't compare the two. Somebody's like, oh, how can you. Are, are, when people heard that I was doing that radio gig, like, oh, are you still doing the podcast? What? What? Why, why, why would you even ask that? Why, why is that even a question? It, it's the freedom that podcasts have. We can talk about anything, say what we want. Here's the deal. You don't like it? Don't fucking download it, man. Don't listen to it. Same thing with the comedy show. If you don't like what you're hearing, get up and leave. People were doing that. But people should know what they're getting themselves into before they go and they, they, they go to that. Just to go because it's cool and it's something to do and you want to, you know, be where all the, where everyone's at that weekend and you don't know the guy's going to be making jokes about jerking off Jesus on the cross, then you got a serious fucking problem. You, you know, stop trying to be cool and know what, you're, know what you're getting yourself into. That was what was upsetting about me or about the show to me, is that people were getting up in droves. That Jesus thing, and then he went into, and it was like, okay, for everyone here that's left, I'm going to divide up the show. To me, it was, I, I give the guy credit, but wrong town to maybe do that in. You know what, though? I kind of feel that way, though. But, I mean, because I've heard about people who have gotten pissed off about shit that we say, and... To me, you know, like with my Facebook page, I've never, there's maybe two or three people that I've sent like an invite, like join my Facebook page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't, there's people I know that aren't going to like the shit that I post. So it's like, hey, if they send me an invite, fine, they're in. But if you get pissed at something, I don't want to hear about it. Fucking leave. You you weren't asked to fucking join. Yeah, exactly. so you you quietly came no, in, so quietly leave. And if we say something that pisses somebody off, I would hope that people listening to this show aren't fucking are have the intestinal fortitude to fucking hear something, maybe have a difference of opinion with us and fucking hang around because generally it might piss you off. But it might swing back somewhere where it makes a little sense, or maybe you can see where it's coming from. If it bothers you that much, just fuck off. Don't listen. Uh, recently, it was. Uh, oh my god, dude. Okay, so in radio, if if the host or or the call screener, which is what I'm doing on on this thing, if you don't like what somebody's saying, you can drop them. Right. Okay. 
that gives the radio complete control over what they're talking about. Now, now in a podcast environment, we have complete control. The difference in a podcast is that, like, you get a description when you when you download something. You know what the, what the hosts are going to talk about. You know what they're going to be about. Simply press fucking pause or stop if you don't like it. But Skip. People want to get up. Dude, everybody wants to get upset about shit, man. Everybody wants to get offended. Everybody wants to be like, oh, I don't like this guy because of this, or I don't like this guy because of that. It's just it's, it's it's a fucking whiny baby society. If man. you can't and if you can't get over something that's fucking like said, then this isn't the place for you anyway. Well, people, it's just it's people, man. It's people who they don't do it, and they go about their lives, and they work the nine to fives, and they have their careers, and that's their life. So when they listen to a podcast or a radio show or a TV show or go to a comedy show and they don't see something they like, that's not what they want to hear. The thing is, too, and then you get into the difference between radio and podcast. How many, how many people are listeners of a show or of a station because it's on in their office? Because it's it's yeah. there's no active there's. Don't get me wrong. Some people will be like, "Oh, it's fucking twelve o'clock. Let me switch KNTR or Jazz McKay shows on." But there are a lot of places where shows just play. Everybody who listens to this show has made a choice, has made an effort. Our listeners are active. They're they're listeners who are listening by choice. You're not in some fucking doctor's office and the music's playing over the fucking you know, over the PA system. We have so there's a there's a there's a sixteen year old kid that listens to us and I met him a few times and, and I don't want to say any more because I'll give him away, but he was listening and his mom overheard, I think either on a car ride up here or maybe in his room, and his mom, you know, contacted somebody that knows me and was like, hey, you know, what is this all about? And they say fuck a lot. They cuss a lot. And it had to be explained to his mom what we're all about. Now, from what I hear, his mom listens and enjoys our podcast. Because, yeah, we do say fuck a lot. Yeah, we're going to say things that you're not going to like. But like I've been telling people very, very recently, you can't fucking choose to listen to something knowing full well what what we're about and then get upset. Now, I know that sounds kind of hypocritical because I just said that Jim Jeffries did it to me. The only difference is that I think Jim Jeffries lost the crowd by dividing them up. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, Like he went into it. And the crowd was like, ah, I'm not into this. With us, when you listen to us, you know what you're getting. You know that we're going to say shit like, you know, fucking God, religion's stupid, um, this, that, and the other. We're going to say things. You know that. I, people, don't, people didn't know him enough to, to understand what he was, was going to say. That, honestly, in this town, they, uh, the people that stayed were the people that knew what this guy was about. All the people that I saw getting up and leaving were people that were like, oh, no, this is just too much for me. I left because it was getting fucking crazy hot, and I felt like the show wasn't getting any funny anymore. He kind of went out of material, and I didn't want to watch him interact with the crowd for 30 minutes. You know, it was just uncomfortable. If it was maybe 10 degrees cooler, I would have been like, all right, fuck it, I'll stay here. But it, for me, it wasn't worth sitting there, dude, and I was like, we're out. I was just hoping it was going to end pretty soon because I had to piss like a mule. Yeah, I mean, it, it did go long, but, but I, I, would I go again? To see him, uh, yeah, if he wasn't playing a two-hour, or if he wasn't uh, doing a two-hour-long, you know, skit, I mean, I would, but that's a long time, dude. What's what's the average time for a comedian? I mean, 90 minutes is long. 
Like an hour you, and a half, right? Yeah, I mean, that, 90 minutes is long. long. You're usually right in the 60-minute range, you know? But, yeah, I've been to a few 90. It's usually about 90 minutes. So he went a half hour over that, which I think a lot of that was he was working out shit. And I think also he didn't – the crowd was, like, active but not that active in – it didn't split, I don't think, because I think he thought that he was in California, but didn't realize, like, the split. Like, I don't think the splits worked out, like, the way that they thought they were going to work out. Either he was going to get a totally, like, pro-Trump thing, or he was going to get a total... I just don't think that it broke down the way he thought he was going to. No, I mean, it. it's so, I mean, like... So we can agree then that we noticed a change when that happened. I really wish you would have seen it from my perspective, man, because if you were right in the front, it was a totally different show, I think, than like when, where, where I was. Because where I was at the Fox, you can, you know, it's like a, kind of at an angle. Right. Where I was, you can see everything. And well, fuck, you know I when he sat down like, on the stage at the end? Yeah, that's when I left. He was dead center, like he was fucking performing for me. I mean, fuck. No, I mean, he was right. I mean, when he did that, dude, I was. That's when we left because he was just kind of like looking at his watch. First of all, I was told from a young age, man, when you look at your watch and you're someplace. His opener had his watch on too because he had 15 and you could watch the countdown on it. You, uh, you know, when you when you look at someone's watch or you look at your watch and you're at someone's house and you just say you're sitting there in their living room, you're talking and you've been talking for an hour and all of a sudden you look at your watch. That's a sign like, okay, that person wants to leave. That person's looking at the time like, God, I need to go. When he was on stage and he looked at his watch, he's like, uh, what time is it? That's when we looked at each other and we're like, okay, this this is cool. Let's, you know, this has been fun, but let's go. I don't know. I'm not taking anything away from him, man. He's still funny as shit. I think he's a really good comedian. I just think that this was the wrong town to try and do that. I mean, dude, I, I had typical Bakersfield bros sitting in front of me who were all pro-hunting. Do you hear the guy that kept yelling? That dude was sitting right in front of me. All right, the guy that kept the, when he said, "Oh, fuck double hunting. penetration." Yeah, and he yeah, and he said, uh, "He said fuck hunting." And the guy's like, "Boo!" And he's like, "Oh, fucking boo, fuck!" You know, he's like, he's like, "You boo." That was the dude in front of me. Now here's what's fucked: is that to the sides of me and in the back were people who were like in the same views as Jim Jeffries, right? So when once the crowd got split up like that, and once he was, I mean, dude, it was just shit because they were looking back, talking shit to each other. So from where I'm at, I got people standing up, walking in front of me, getting beers, going to the bathroom, dudes yelling, ladies fucking, you know, people are yelling back and forth to each other, you know, thinking that they're going to contribute to the show. You know, with George Carlin, with George Carlin, you never got that. I'm telling you, dude, I'm glad I didn't drink a lot, honestly, because I would have probably turned into a fucking douchebag because, like, he was so right there and, like, it almost seemed like you were having a conversation with them, and I would have fucking, I swear if I'd have been drunk enough, I would have been the asshole that I fucking hate that I had conversation. Because it looked like, I mean, when you're making eye contact with somebody and they're fucking having a conversation, it's like, oh, I think I'm supposed to say something. But you know you're not. Yeah. No, I feel you. I feel you. I I, I just, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just being a Debbie Downer because I, I don't drink. But, I, I mean, everyone seemed to see. We saw people at Sandrini's and we're talking to them. And on the street and stuff, and they kind of felt the same way. I just think Bakersfield is one of those, one of those venues, man, where you might not be able to get away with the kind of shit you get away with in Frisco, Stockton, L.A., Pasadena. You know, well, what I mean? there's too much fucking bro dog bullshit with these fucking jackasses that have four beers and they want to start throwing punches mm-hmm. and fucking make it all about themselves. And you get the dudes. 
who have to wear their Sunday best, like that they're out peacocking to, you know, to go to a comedy show. And yeah. the dudes who talk out, we didn't pay 40 bucks for you to fucking come out and do your best material. Did you see the way the guys that were, the two guys that performed that night were dressed? You know, fucking pair of jeans and a shitty old shirt, you know? I mean, so we don't need you making it all about you. Yeah, I didn't like that guy in front of me. He kept yelling out, man. It's like he kept yelling shit out. And I, at one point I even yelled. I got to be real careful, too, because I, you know, I had a buddy sitting next to me that if an altercation happened, he would fucking lay that dude out. And... And I, I'm just, I'm done to the point now in my life where I, I just, I, I avoid all confrontations because I've just seen too much. And this guy. Well, kept, you got to watch out too because if you get that fucking flying fucking shot from the fucking right, you're going to fucking be eating baby food and piss your pants when the so, microwave gets turned on. So this guy kept yelling out and trying to contribute to the show. And it's like, dude, I, like I got angry. It's like, I don't, I didn't come here to fucking hear what you got to say, man. But. It was fun, dude. I, I, don't get me wrong. I mean, I had a good time, and I really enjoyed my buddy taking me. It was a great time, you know. But it was, uh, it just, I didn't. It was just, it didn't end the way I thought it would. Well, Ended people really making slow. it about them, dude. Like we went to the movies Friday, and we're sitting in the movie, which I was drugged to by my fucking wife and daughter, and the movie was terrible. But, but there's this fucking these people come in in the movie, and they're talking and. Then I start realizing as the movie goes on, because I didn't care about the movie, so I was more interested in these two assholes in the front row who are full-on having a drunk fight in the movie theater at full fucking volume. I mean, not not like, oh, let's lean over in each other's ear and snippy argue. No, dude is leaned back, like, like just lean back in his chair, just going, yeah, I don't give a fuck. You know, just straight lean back. She ends up throwing a couple punches at him. Finally, the wife, my wife goes and tells, because uh, I'm like, I'm torn, because I'm like, well, I don't want this show to end, because it's better than what's on the screen. But she goes and tells the ushers, and then they throw him out, and the lady in front points him out. But, dude, they were full on going at it, dude. I mean, it was, and. Yeah, I mean, what kind of people do that? That, that. That goes back to when people go to a movie. He stumbled out of the chair when he got up. I mean, he was so fucking hammered. And I know she, because she yelled at him a couple times, and she's like, shut up, I want to watch the movie. And you couldn't hear what he said, but you know what a drunk says right then. And she's like, shut up, these people here, I don't give a fuck. You know that's what he said. Well, you know, people, man, they have to, they, people go to movies, baseball games, football games, comedy shows, concerts. To get away and to escape. So next time you go to one, keep in mind that people are there to be entertained. People are there to enjoy themselves. They're not there to hear you and enjoy it. Escape reality a little bit because I think the world has turned into enough fucking turmoil and enough negativity and bad shit that we're all entitled to go enjoy ourselves for two hours without any kind of divisiveness or any kind of fucking disputes man we need to go enjoy ourselves that's what this shit that's why it's called entertainment not you know division i I don't even know what to call it what what people are making it but when you go to these things you go to have a good time to escape all right having said that this week i think ends the summer movie thing with uh with suicide squad i know you're going to it i know it's a big deal i think i might go on friday and uh i think the next time we talk we'll talk about the review of that yeah we've got IMAX tickets for Thursday night. Yeah, I know you guys are big into it. So uh, I, I, you guys, 
Not so much. I'm not a DC guy at all. My wife, yeah. My daughter, yeah. Me, yeah, I don't care. So it's definitely the girls, because I know they're all into Harley Quinn. You know what I mean? Like, like I mean, I just... But. The Batman-Superman thing, I've just seen too many fucking origins. And the killing joke sucked. I don't care what anybody says. It was garbage that I've been talked about forever that it was going to be the greatest thing ever today's tuesday you got i think thursday i think i'm going to try and see it thursday at maya because it comes out this thursday so next episode we'll review all that we're going to review suicide squad we'll go over killing joke which was the animated rated r film that was just released to end the fucking end all be all no it was horrible so we'll review that and in case anything big drops in the next few days we'll be all over it thank you guys for everything look a lot of you guys send me messages text uh emails text messages and shit if you want to start doing reviews of the show again this is like the third time we've said it you got to go to our facebook page leave reviews on the episode post post on on the wall go on itunes review the show there all right go to the website interact with the website chadmanandrandyshow.com go and do that sending me text messages man i can't copy and paste and do all that all right you guys got to send me or randy we need to be able to show them to people where we can do more things. Yeah, like, exactly. That's the only way things are going to go. I mean, cause we, not that we've plateaued, but if we're going to take the next step with this podcast, we, we need reviews. I get a lot of them, okay? Good, bad, and different. You guys need to start putting that on the Facebook page, uh, not on our individual pages, but on the Facebook page and the website, iTunes. Go review there. Good, bad, or indifferent. We need to hear it, okay? Because, I mean, you guys are out there. We see the numbers. And we appreciate everything, but we can't make it to the next point without any kind of reviews out there in public. So we want to do more Freedom Fest stuff like that, but we don't want to pay for it. I so mean, if we can get those reviews that we can show people, we can do events, we can do shit, we can get things out there. And the next year, I, I want to focus on this podcast going to events, going to uh, either whether we plan them or do them. Or whether we go to Comic Cons or Not Fest, or which we will be at Not Fest, uh, whether it's both of us or one of us, we we're gonna. That, I'm not missing that because that's a big deal for me. Randy's got stuff he wants to go to. We got stuff that both of us want to go to. We can't do those things if we don't get the reviews in, and that involves you, the listener. So it's a team, kind of a team effort, right? You guys interact with us. We're gonna interact with you, and if you hung out with us at events, that's what we're all about. So. Please, I'm asking you guys, get out there, do those reviews, and let us hear what you're thinking, what's on your mind, and let us know what you think about the show, all right? Having said that, stay cool, drink water, stay indoors, don't die, don't dehydrate, don't overheat. This is the Chapman Randy Show, out. (laughs)